The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When you hear so many different ideas about good health, How do you separate the myths from the facts? Welcome to Healthy View Radio with your trio of co-hosts, Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus. Today, you'll learn what it takes to be healthy and happy within a stressful world from three experts walking their talk. Here is Lisa, Andrea, and Michelle. Hey, everyone. It's Lisa Lutan. I'm so excited to be here with you and my amazing new co-hosts, Andrea Beeman and Michelle Benning House. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a health and lifestyle coach, founder of Healthy, Happy, and Hip, and the author of the award-winning book, Busy, Stressed, and Food Obsessed. Today's a big day, and I have so much to share with you. But first, I want to give a huge shout-out to our sponsor, Atrantil. If you're one of those people, like me, who gets totally bloated, like eight months pregnant looking bloated after you eat, you are going to want to check out Atrantil. It's just definitely going to change your life forever. And you can find out more about them at www.atrantil.com. That's A-T-R-A-N-T-I-L. Thanks, guys, at Atrantil. Okay, now for the big news. Drum roll, please. From now on, this show is going to be called Healthy View Radio. And if you go to HealthyViewRadio.com right now, you will see us live streaming on Facebook. How cool is that? Totally cool. So my two amazing new hosts are Andrew Beeman and Michelle Fenninghouse. And they're going to be joining me every week to bring you the latest and greatest information to help you interpret all the nutritional hype in the media and explore what it means to be a healthy woman in today's stressful world. Got that? Healthy View Radio. You're still going to be able to listen live each week here on Voice America. You're also going to be listening on iTunes. And you're also going to be watching us live on Healthy View Radio. So, are you excited about this as I am? Yeah, of course. Yeah, now let's meet (laughs) Andrea and Michelle. Hey, Andrea, how are you today? I'm fabulous. My gosh, woman. Uh, I'm excited to be here. For those of you that do not know me, my name is Andrea Beeman, and I'm a natural food chef, a health coach, an herbalist, an educator, and an all-around fabulous human being. And my best quality of all is that I'm extremely modest. I am probably <laughs> the most modest person you'll ever meet. I got modest up to the brim, uh, and I love my job. I love teaching modern people ancient wisdom about health and healing and diet and lifestyle and all that stuff. And, um, you know, like if you take a look around right now, I mean, first of all, Lord have mercy, right? You take a look around, you're like, what the heck is going on (laughs) in this world? Uh, What I do is I help to um, show people the way, like have them navigate this world because it can be so confusing, you know? So uh, what I want to give to you guys over the next, I don't know, how long we together, 26 weeks or something like that? And then forever, yeah, (laughs) for starters, 26 weeks, I'm going to spend, I'm going to give you practical advice and uh, 
insight and good vibes to help you make it through every Thursday and then every day after that um, throughout your life. You know, good vibes, good information to help you navigate this world because it can be really confusing. And, um, and now, here's Michelle. Hey guys, I'm Michelle. I'm a nutrition coach, just as humble as Andrea, of course. And in my work, I were um, I mostly work with Type A high high achieving women. You know, the ones who come to me with like a spreadsheet color coded of their food diary. Those are my kind of ladies because I'm the same way. A little bit anal. <laughs> and uh, you know, what I'm doing with most women I work with is helping them lose weight and find that elusive balance. You know, work, life, health, family, all of that. I came to the world of holistic health and nutrition because of my own health crisis in my early 20s, which is a long time ago now. I was suffering from, you know, IBS, anxiety. Who isn't suffering from anxiety, Mm -hmm. by the way? I feel like you throw a rock, you hit somebody who's on medication for anxiety. And then they get more anxious. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) Rocks flying at them. (laughs) I was actually having these fainting episodes that would happen in the most inconvenience of places. So if you ever want to know how to pass out on the subway and not get your purse stolen, I've got a technique all worked out for you. But the weird thing was doctors couldn't help me. And I always, I hear a lot of women saying this. Doctors didn't know what was wrong with me. Doctors just, you know, you're fine. You're fine. Which I was definitely not fine. They also never asked about my digestion. It just somehow didn't come up as a conversation. So I took matters into my own hands, started doing yoga, started experimenting with food, and everything changed for the better. So that was over 10 years ago. I've since been featured on ABC, CBS, NPR, and now, hey, nothing beats being here on Voice America with Andrea (laughs) Beeman and Lisa Lutin. (laughs) I think we're going to have a great time, though, because... The way that we've, we've been working on this for about six months, you know, first show, but we've been working behind the scenes for about six months. And we get together, we like to have a pizza pizza, we have a beer. <laughs> it's not all green smoothies, and I am grateful <laughs> I don't have to act like Little Miss Perfect around you guys. So I'm excited about this. Now, I'll play that role. <laughs> Little Miss Perfect. <laughs> and I'm from it. Anyway, I am like so thrilled to have a chance to hang out with these great ladies who are amazing coaches, teachers, and I like to call them inspirationalists. So each week, I hope that you'll be tuning in and calling in because we're live every week. And this is so what makes us so different than all the other podcasts out there. You can literally call in with your questions for us and for our amazing guests. And speaking of guests, we have great guests today. Tracy McCubbin, who's founder of Declutterfly, and later on in the show, Jessica Spinner are, is from Whole Dancer. But before we get to them, I think we need to have a little talk about clutter. Like, huge issue, right? Huge. Yeah. Very trendy so. topic these days. Everyone's Super. talking about it. You know, in fact, I'll tell you something funny. I started a new group I'm running yesterday, and I had an afternoon group, and I had a nighttime group, and they were setting goals for the next 12 weeks, and the overriding theme of the afternoon group was sex, more sex, and the overriding theme of the evening group was get rid of clutter. So, <laughs> clutter get rid of the clutter. You get rid of the clutter, you can have more su- sex right around the house, on the couch. Oh. <laughs> totally related. That reminds me, I've run programs in the past that were more based around food, people getting off sugar, people eating more real food, vegetables, and somehow this has turned into everybody starts cleaning out their closet, Mm. which I was not expecting. It's not like something I intended to to happen, and suddenly everyone's showing pictures on Facebook, like, look at this bag of clothes I'm going to get rid of today. I guess they kind of go hand in hand. 
Totally. Well, they do. I actually I, have like data on this because I just did a whole big like Facebook live on the correlation between food and clutter. And like they say, if you have a cluttered house, you're 77% more likely to be overweight. Yeah. Crazy. When I was first studying natural healing, they, uh, the, the traditional Chinese medicine philosophers and the shiatsu practitioners, they said that the internal environment mirrors the external environment. Right. So what you have going on inside is going to be reflected in what you have going on outside. So what Michelle said before, when they start cleaning up their diet, they start cleaning out their closets is 100 percent right on the money because this environment is changing. So immediately they're going to want to change. Wow, this is this doesn't mirror what's happening on the inside of me. I got to clean up that closet. I got to clean out that drawer. I got to clean out that old, you know, the the kitchen drawer that everybody stuffs everything into. A junk drawer. Yeah. And then when you start doing that, like you can actually find your sneakers and you can like find your yoga mat and you can like actually have space on your kitchen counter to chop up some veggies if you want to get healthy. So it all kind of helps itself in this amazing circle of life thing. I love that. I think they feed into each other. So um, what else? We got food, you know, clutter on your counter, then better food choices or vice versa. But what else? I'm curious what other topics or areas of life decluttering starts to affect. I, I'm going to ask Tracy about that in a little while. <laughs> what do you gonna think, have a, though? <laughs> I think we're going to have a ton of questions. I think you have to declutter your friends group sometimes, too. Like, you know, get rid of the, like, what do they say, weed the garden a little bit? <laughs> you know, getting rid of toxic people in your life. That's a huge decluttering. Yeah, I agree. And also, there are times that you'll find during the year that you naturally want to declutter more than other times. So, like, in the springtime, as everything starts to, like, bubble up in the world, you're naturally going to be like, wow, I got to get all this stuff out of here so I can grow, so I can bloom. And in the fall, as you're starting to clear, right, clear for uh, winter, right, the body naturally, the lungs will clear, you'll look around again, like at this time of the year right now, this is September, you'll look around again and go, there, I think I need to get rid of some things around here. It'll be a natural inclination, and I say follow that. So it's a seasonal I thing. I also think it goes with times of life as well, because like, Mm -hmm. this is one thing we're going to point out, like, you know, I'm the old lady here in this group, I'm in my 50s. (laughs) And like a lot of people in my life and age are becoming like empty nesters, they're moving to this next phase of life, and they want to minimize, they just want to downsize, and they want to get rid of all their crap. And so that's a great time to start saying like, ew, I don't even like this, like, I'm going to get rid of it. I was thinking life stages too, Lisa, because I guess I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I just finished having babies, so pregnancy is near, you know, top of mind for me. And when I was pregnant, actually, I can tell you a funny story. When I went into labor with my first, you know, we're headed out to the hospital. Unfortunately, I wanted a home birth and it wasn't going to work out because I was 42 weeks, whatever. We're headed to the hospital and I stopped and I looked at my husband. I said, hold on. And I went back into the kitchen. I threw out that old sponge you know, they're sitting on the, on the counter because it smells old. I got to get rid of that. I had to bend down. Oh, my big belly. Get a new sponge and put it out. Very important at that stage of life, apparently. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Making that little nest. I guess it's all about nesting. But I like what you said, how it's seasonal. And it's totally true. Spring cleaning, right? Isn't that where that came from? Spring cleaning. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, like, we declutter everything. So, like, um, I'm a big declutterer. Like, I don't like piles in the house. And if I see a pile, it it literally will, like, 
bring my attention there and it drains some of my energy. And uh, and my husband, like he'll, and I'm not throwing him under the bus. He always says, don't throw me under the bus, especially on your inaugural show. Don't throw me under the bus. <laughs> like he'll be like, sorry, Pablo, oh. you're under the bus. <laughs> He's under the bus going there. Sorry, honey, I'll fix you later. Uh, you know, like he'll he'll like have a magazine. He'll be like, okay, I'm not, I'm not done reading this. I'm going to save it for later. And next thing you know, there's three magazines, right? And then there's a fourth magazine, and they're still not being read. So when I see the magazine, and if it's been there for longer than thirty days, I just throw them out, regardless. And he never says, hey, what happened to those magazines? He doesn't even know that they're gone. Most people do not know that the clutter is gone because if it's been sitting there for a certain amount of time, they forget about it. Totally. They forget about it. Now he knows. <laughs> He's like, that's what happened to that Field and Street magazine. <laughs> Baba, the issue of Oprah is out of here, okay? We all know. <laughs> I think the hard thing is, though, you know, for so many people, it just doesn't come naturally. It sounds like you're, like, decluttering along the way, and that's why I'm going to be so excited to hear from Tracy in a little bit, because that's what people, they see all this clutter, and they go, oh, my God, I can't even, it's overwhelming, it's paralyzing, I don't even know where to start. And maybe today we can get some good tips on just, steps we can start taking besides buying that book you know that magical <laughs> tidying up book <laughs> and and feeling joy or you know for everything we have in our home never I read have that, that book I have I think she has two books or we have both of them in this house you know how I know it's because I found them in a pile of crap my <laughs> husband had on a dresser somewhere I'm like what is this he's <laughs> under the bus he goes yeah he's on a straight <laughs> under the bus like, oh, yeah, oh, I, I read the first one and I went on a massive decluttering for like a month. And then the second one didn't do it as much for me. But that book's a great impetus if you nearly need a little kick in the butt to get So do you going. feel joy? I expect you to look around your room right now and have a heart overflowing with joy. Oh, actually, this is probably the one. There's only two spots in my whole house that have clutter. And this is one of them. So, no, I'm not feeling that joy. But I will later after I hear <laughs> after I hear more. And so let me tell you a little bit about Tracy. So Tracy McCubbin, who is going to be our first guest on the show, is one of the country's leading decluttering experts. She helps people organize their homes or offices in a way that will not only bring them peace of mind, ah, but be easy to maintain in a word, livable. Tracy's always been referred to herself as obsessive, compulsive, delightful. But who knew she could turn that trait into a booming business? She has she found Declutterify, which has been named Best in Nest by Daily Candy, and has received the Super Service Award from Angie's List for five years. That's totally cool. Tracy's a regularly featured expert on KTLA Morning Show, KCKCal9, and Good Day Sacramento. She and her company have also been featured in Real Simple Women's Day and Shop Smart. Super cool. I'm really going to be excited for her to come on the show. You know, speaking of decluttering, I also declutter my refrigerator, right? Yeah. So, yes, because there can be things that stay in there that grow all these weird molds and funguses. You never know what they are. But on a regular basis, I'll take things that are in the refrigerator and just put them together and make something. You know, whether it's like a soup it? or a stew. <laughs> Stuff yeah. with mold, of course. Well, that yeah, sounds that's, so that's unadvertising, Andrea. <laughs> 
No, you have to get it before it gets to the oh. mold part, unless you're dealing with blue cheese or Roquefort. But you want to get it like before it goes bad because so many people have stuff in their refrigerator and it just stays there and then they put more stuff on top and more stuff on top. And they're like, oh, I thought I had a head of broccoli here and it's nowhere to be found. So on a regular basis, like I open up the refrigerator and I look at the different shelves and I'm like okay what can I make with the stuff that's already here so I can use it up so I can make room for the fresh stuff to come in otherwise it'll just keep piling up on every little shelf well it's a Excellent. great way to save money too if you can Heck use yeah. the food that's already in your fridge versus opening something new or buying something new you save time and you save money but you're right there is, I think a lot of people have that ick factor about leftovers mm. what's that all about like is that an aversion to just something you've seen before yeah, my husband has that aversion. Like he'll, he won't want, he won't have leftover meat. He's like, I can't eat leftover meat. It does, you know, I just can't take the consistency. And I'm like, okay, we're going to take the leftover meat. We're going to put it into a stew. We're going to make it chicken soup. Oh my gosh, look at that. We're going to make it beef stew. Wait, we're going to make a stir fry. We're going to cut it into little tiny pieces and put it in with vegetables because we waste so much stuff, especially think- here in America. I think Go you ahead. have to keep those things a little secret, you know, like, <laughs> oh, I just made this. You don't have to know. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go to our first break. And when we come back, Tracy McCubbin, again, founder of Declutterfly, is going to share hopefully some really great tips with us on decluttering. So stay tuned and we will be back soon. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you sick of striving for a vision of healthy that just doesn't exist? Join the club. Expert health coaches Andrea Beeman, Michelle Fenighouse, and Lisa Lutan are more than just voices on the radio. They're here to help you make real change in real life. Join their Facebook community, HealthyViewRadio.com, to ask questions, get behind the scenes, and receive early access to special offers and events. Again, you can connect at HealthyViewRadio.com. Remember to subscribe to Healthy View Radio on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're listening to Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus with Healthy View Radio. Do you have a question or comment for the show? Please call us right now at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send us an email from our Voice America radio page. You'll find connections to reach any of the hosts there. Now, back to Healthy View Radio. 
All right, welcome back, everybody. This is Michelle Fanikhaus. I am here with Andrea Beeman and Lisa Lutan and our guest, Tracy McCubbin. So far t- today, we have been talking about decluttering, decluttering our spaces, our lives, uh, our friends, as Lisa suggested. Watch out for her. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard there's a snooze button you can push on Facebook to snooze a friend. So if you don't see Lisa for a while, it's because she snoozed you. <laughs> don't tell my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, today we've got Tracy with us. Tracy McCubbin is the founder of Declutterfly. She has the ability to see through any mess and clearly envision a clutter-free, clutter-free space, which is amazing. And she spent the last 10 years helping people with their homes, their garages. Oh, man, the garage. Yep. That, <laughs> you got my number there. So, Tracy, I want to welcome you to the show. Thanks for being here. And can you please, please visit my garage later today? I would love to. You know, here's a, this is going to ring true with you. I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday. You know, they did a study and only 25% of Americans can park their car in their garages. Mm-hmm. So 75% of America puts their $40,000 cars on the street and their garbage inside their garage. I mean, it's bananas. It's bananas. And probably have bananas in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> banana boxes, banana pickles, banana Halloween costumes, all kinds of bananas. Holy moly. Well, we're guilty. we got two garages, and this is the difference between the two of us, my husband and I. My car's in the garage. All right? All right. <laughs> so, so, Tracy, we have a couple get-to-know-you questions that I want to start off with just so that we can, you know, get a little comfy and know a little more about what goes on behind the scenes over there. So, uh, what did you have for breakfast today? I had scrambled eggs with a slice of avocado and a slice of smoked salmon on a piece of sourdough toast. How delicious does mm. that sound? Yeah. That awesome. Completely. And now you can really come over. <laughs> two lattes all right and thank you i think that's a breakfast all of us would would love to enjoy you sound like we're on the same page food wise yeah definitely you know a lot of protein a little bit of healthy carbs some good fat just a great way to start the day high yeah. fives <laughs> so what is one thing besides breakfast that you do every day that has the greatest impact on your life so I have a little, I have an app uh, and I write down uh, first thing in the morning, kind of right after I get out of the shower, before I get into bed, I write down five things that I'm grateful for before I start the day. How long have you been doing that for? Uh, I've been doing it for about, I did it mentally for about a year and then I found I got really lazy about it and so the app made it easy to be accountable. So I've been probably doing the app for about a year and it just really, for me, um, I uh, I tend to overthink and overworry. As I like to say, I often wake up at two o'clock in the morning to have a meeting with myself. Um, my very important <laughs> things I have to go over with myself. And so it, I call myself at two in the morning. And if I can start the day doing that, it just puts everything a little bit in check. And it, you know, it can, some days, you know, some days there's an abundance of things I'm grateful for. And some days I have to reach and it can really just be as simple as I get to turn on the tap and clean water comes out. You know, I have a roof over my head and some days it's, my friends and my family, and it just it's just one of those things that kind of gets my feet on the ground and me back in my body and back in my head, and it's a great kickoff to the day. 
Well, there's tip number one from Tracy. All right, we're on a we're on a roll now. That's a great one. Yeah, I like. What to about on the other? Fluttering my head. <laughs> oh, I like that. I do the same thing, and I'm always grateful for avocados. I have to admit it. That's like my three-year-old. You say, what are you grateful for? He goes like cucumbers. Yeah, no, I totally am. I go with it. Don't judge me. <laughs> avocados are amazing. I mean, and to be able, you know, and then you go to be able to be you know, grateful for the fact that I have access to healthy food and that, you know, I can eat in this manner. It's, it's a huge thing, especially, you know, we're just watching what's going on with the hurricanes and people are losing everything mm-hmm. and you think, how are they going to rebuild their lives? And it just makes you really grateful for the very, very simple things. You know, I always say to people, and it kind of takes them a little by surprise, but I, I kind of start out working with a client say, like, you have to come from the place of understanding that clutter is a luxury. You know, Mm -hmm. to be able to have clutter already puts you above most of the world. So when you reframe your thinking about your stuff, it it helps change your relationship to it. That is so cool. Yeah, and also I like what you said about, um, you know, uh, being grateful. So uh, when, when I start my morning... You know, I've been doing pages. Anybody know morning pages? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been doing morning pages for about 20 years. And I get all the, the crap out in the morning. And then the last page is all what I'm thankful for. Um, and I think yeah. in order to be able to get to the stuff that you're thankful for, you got to get rid of the crap. It, it helps yeah, you see 100%. it. Yeah, 100%. And, I, you know, for me, I find that when I you know, when the sort of monkey mind chattering away and all the things that I'm worried about. And, and when I say the, the things that I'm positive about, the other things seem a little silly, you know, it, it really, it's just, it's just, it also sort of takes the power away from that, that stuff that's beating down at you, you know, the self doubt or the anxiety, or, you know, I, I very, I get very worried about my clients. I get very involved in their lives and I want to, make sure everything goes all right. And then when I just come from a really strong place of gratitude, the day just flows a lot better. So that's how you get your day to flow a little bit better. Let's talk about getting our spaces to flow a little bit better. (laughs) I feel like there is Uh a spectrum. There's got to be a big spectrum between neat freak, which I am admittedly not, and hoarder, right? So like where on that spectrum do you think clutter starts to become a problem? This is, I lo- this is my favorite conversation. So, you know, there are a lot of books out there and there are a lot of, you know, the minimalist movement has this, is getting all this press and people are talking about it. And um, I really feel like the amount of stuff we have is a continuum. You know, I live a very certain way because I'm single. I don't have children. I live in a loft in downtown Los Angeles. Like, I don't have, I travel a lot. I don't have very much stuff, but... I'm not telling anyone they they have to live the way I live because I have plenty of clients who are a family of six, you know, two parents and four kids and a dog and maybe an in-laws living with them. They live a very different life. So the amount of stuff that they have is going to differ completely from me. But what I tell people is if your stuff, if the clutter is getting in the way of living the life that you want to be living that's when it becomes a problem. So if you can't eat dinner at the dining room table because it's piled with homework and backpacks and sweaters and things you need to return to people, or if the kitchen counter, you can't cook in the way you want to cook because 
three days worth of mail is up there or are there rooms in your house you can't use or closets that you can't store things in or garages you can't park your car in, that's when the clutter becomes a problem. So there's no straight litmus test to, oh, you have too much clutter. It's, is it getting in the way of your life? Is your stuff, are you ceasing to own your stuff and is your stuff starting to own you? That's when clutter becomes a problem. I could see that. And of course, everyone is making, uh, you know, they they find workarounds, like you said, well, the clutter in my garage is not a problem because I could just park my car out here. Or, hey, it doesn't matter. We don't need on the dining room table. We'll just eat in front of the TV. Right. But then there's so many ramifications from that. Like eating in front of the TV is, you know, I mean, it's just, first of all, it doesn't create a communicative family time or partner time, or even if you alone time where you can just kind of think about the day you overeat, you're not, you know, you're, you're not participating in your life. And so I think what happens for my clients or people who come to me is that they, it's just not, it's just not working, right? They're like, we want to eat together. We want to see our family. Why have we created all this clutter and how can we get rid of it to be doing the things that we want to do? You know, you want to, your garage is packed and you think, you know, it'd be great. I'd love to like the family to take a bike ride over the weekend, but I got to pull all that stuff out and find the bikes and find the bike pump and then go buy another bike pump because you can't find the one you already have and spend <laughs> money that you could be, you know, it's just this vicious cycle. And that those are the times when I say to people, that means your clutter is taking over. That's when it becomes a problem. It's not, the litmus test isn't the amount, it's what it's getting in the way of. You know, a great, one of the great things I get phone calls all the time is when people add up how much money they've spent on offsite storage spaces. Mm-hmm. Right, where they're like, oh my golly, we're spending 1200 or $2,000 a year on a storage unit for stuff that we don't even know what's in there. That's the one that really makes people aware of, you know, how much they're wasting on stuff that they don't even want. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I wish I could say I have no idea what you're talking about, really. (laughs) Very foreign to me, but I imagine there's people like that out there. You know, people always tell me that when they move from one house to another, they get rid of a lot of stuff in the moving process. Do you find that with your clients? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the moving, you know, I have this conversation all the time with people. I'm like, if you didn't like it or didn't use it in your old house, why are you taking it to the new house? You know, a big part of my business, I do senior downsizing, moving people, you know, from lifelong homes into smaller spaces or assisted living or retirement communities. And they, you know, that's a real opportunity to let go and, and see the changes that are happening in your life. And, you know, you were talking about spring cleaning and fall, you know, and if you don't have a move coming up, I love using the seasons as a reminder, as a, you know, a sort of excuse if you'll have it to declutter. Like for me, I would tell my clients, use tax time to deal with your paperwork and do a big paper decluttering. Taxes suck anyway, so why not make it like add one more layer of a painful thing? You know, spring cleaning, fall, what you're going into, it's just, it's a great, the natural rhythm of things is a great way to remind you to declutter. Mm. That's a great tip. But I've noticed with my... uh, I just wanted to ask, like, what are you supposed to do with all that stuff? Like, I know that sometimes you have stuff you want to donate, you have stuff that you want to give away, and that really prevents a lot of people because they don't want to just throw away stuff. And that sometimes that's a stumbling block for people. So any tips on how to work within that? Yeah, it, that I have to say that's actually one of the biggest stumbling blocks um, is, 
you know, what do I do with this? And, and, and it's also, I mean, it's, it's sort of on two levels. On one level, it's a task, right? It's just, if you, you know, depending on where you live, I work a lot, I live in LA, but I work a lot in New York and getting, donating things in New York is a pain. It's like, there's only a couple few places and nobody has a car and, you know, I have a van in LA so I can, you know, drop, drop it off and, so it, it takes a little bit of pre-planning. So what I tell people is a couple of things. Build into your decluttering. Know that there's going to be a level of what do you do with the stuff when you get rid of it. So either you schedule a donation pickup, you know, you reach out to friends, um, and make sure that that's in place. And also I tell people to think a little bit, I like to think a little bit out of the donating box. You know, look, there are great big organizations that do great work, especially right now, but sometimes it's easier for people to let go of if they know something's going to be used. For example, we work a lot with organizations that help foster kids, and a lot of people don't know this, but most foster kids will go get moved from house to house or show up at their court date with all of their belongings in garbage bags because they don't have suitcases. So you think about these kids who are already don't have a home, don't have a family, so battered through the system, and they kind of, they don't even have the dignity to get a suitcase. So we often, we a lot, donate to a couple different organizations. And when I say to my clients, look, here's where the suitcase, like, I don't know, should I get rid of it? And I'm like, here's where it's going to go. It's so easy for them to let go of. So, you know, if if you need to do a little deeper work and kind of find a nonprofit or find a donation place that speaks to you, then that's going to make it easier to let go of. And then also at a certain point, the sort of flip side of that coin is at some point, like you also just have to let it go. Like you can get wrapped around the axle spending all this time trying to do that. And at some point, is it better for you, your family, your home, your life to just let it go and trust that the world, the universe is going to take it where it needs to be as opposed to sort of all these piles, you know, a, a client of mine once said, she's like, well, I just don't want all this stuff to go in the trash dump. And I said, you're making your home a trash dump. So, you know, it's, we walk a, it's a, it's a thin needle to thread, but you just have to do a little soul searching and do a little extra work and it's going to make it easier to let go of things. I think that sort of thing comes up around um, Halloween, which we are approaching. I, I always hear people say, but I have all this candy. And I'm like, well, put it in the garbage. And they're like, how can I just put candy in the garbage? I'm like, what do you think it's serving you better by you eating it or by even giving it to someone? You think it's making a greater impact on the world by someone else eating it? Like throw all that junk in the trash and move on with your life, right? Right. And one of the, uh, and I even sort of invite people to take a step back from that. And I'm like, would it be the worst thing if on Halloween you ran out of candy? Like maybe don't buy so much. Maybe don't buy 10,000 pieces of candy. Maybe buy 200. And if you run out, you shut the door and life will go on. Like, you know, one of the tricks, you know, I always say to people, they're like, what's the easiest way to be organized? And I'm like, have less stuff. It's easier to organize less stuff. And going even one step further than that is looking at how we consume. So maybe just don't buy quite as much for this Halloween and you won't have to throw it all away or eat it, which is what I do. (laughs) 
Yeah, or get a bag of apples like they did in the 70s, right? <laughs> Give that out. Remember? And nobody will come to your house. You won't have to worry about anything. razor blades in them. Remember that? <laughs> that was only one apple out of millions. <laughs> you guys, you can get little bags of flaxseed, you know? They're all packaged up. They, the kids right. love it. The they kids will it. egg your house. How you give them flax and apples, they're egging your tattoos. house. You know, Tracy. one of the things I see... I think Tracy, that, you I, wanna, know, I, I need to ask you, I'm sorry, because we're going to run out of time here, but I want to make sure our listeners can go learn more about you. Can you just tell us where everyone can find you online? Absolutely. They can go to tracymccubbin.com and they can sign up for my weekly newsletter that's called The Weekly Sort, which has great tips. They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tracy underscore McCubbin. So it's T-R-A-C-Y underscore M-C-C-U-B-B-I-N. Thank you. Thank you so much. I wish we could talk to you for another hour because I have lots of other rooms of my house to work through. <laughs> Thank you so well, much for being here, you. though. You guys are great. And Trace? anytime I'm happy to come back. Yeah, we'd, we'd love, love to have you Can back. Can you leave Trace us with one tip you. for right yeah, now? Yeah, totally. We want one. Yes. What's your best tip ever? Don't put it down, put it away. <gasps> Love that. <laughs> <laughs> if I could tweet, I'd be tweeting it. You Don't can tweet. It. Don't well, put it I got down, too much put it away. My husband's going to be hearing that in his dreams. I'm going to be saying that to him so much. <laughs> just put him under the bus again. This guy's getting run over left and right. <laughs> oh, damn. All right. <laughs> you guys, uh, Tracy, thank you so much for being here. We need to go to a break in just a moment. Um, when we come back, we're going to be talking with Jessica Spinner, who is a coach who works with dancers. Can't wait to see you there. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you sick of striving for a vision of healthy that just doesn't exist? Join the club. Expert health coaches Andrea Beeman, Michelle Fenighouse, and Lisa Lutan are more than just voices on the radio. They're here to help you make real change in real life. Join their Facebook community, HealthyViewRadio.com, to ask questions, get behind the scenes, and receive early access to special offers and events. Again, you can connect at HealthyViewRadio.com. Remember to subscribe to Healthy View Radio on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're listening to Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus with Healthy View Radio. Do you have a question or comment for the show? 
Please call us right now at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send us an email from our Voice America radio page. You'll find connections to reach any of the hosts there. Now, back to Healthy View Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We've been talking about decluttering today. And if you were friends with Lisa before the show, you are no longer friends with Lisa. She just got rid of a whole group. (laughs) She put them on shoes. (laughs) <laughs> and poor Michelle's husband under the bus. He was run over twice today. But beyond that, we're talking about how to clean up your life to make it more functional. And decluttering is one of those ways to do that. So we've been having a lot of fun with that. But right now, you are in our new and good section of the show. And this is where we introduce you to something, someone or something new in the health and wellness field. Because we're all in the health and wellness field. And we love, we love health and wellness. And we love helping people. Uh, share what they can bring to this realm, right? To this um, section of the world. So today we have Jess Spinner. Uh, She's a former professional ballet dancer turned health coach. She graduated from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition in 2013 and started seeing clients right away. In 2015, she shifted her focus to a to professional ballet dancers and founded her company, The Whole Dancer, like the whole meal and the whole food, The Whole Dancer. (laughs) In addition to coaching dancers one-on-one, she created the Dancer's Best Body Program, which has grown consistently since its launch in the fall of 2016. Jess helps dancers reach their personal best bodies and attain a more easygoing mindset around food. Welcome, Jess, to the show. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here. We're thrilled to have you. You're in the new and good section, sugar. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thanks. So our, our show theme today is decluttering. Do you have anything that you've recently gotten rid of or, uh, you know, tossed out of your life to help free up some space? Oh, my gosh, everything. I <laughs> love getting rid of just about everything. I really, I'm into that whole minimalism thing and I'm constantly looking through my closet and and different spaces to see what I can clear out. So I love that topic. (laughs) Yeah. Do you find that it helps you perform better? You know, like even dancing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even with that, you know, like, gosh, the dance bag is one of those areas of life that's always kind of overwhelming. So anytime I can organize that, uh, you definitely go into class with a more airy and light feeling, which is always a good thing. Okay, you're going to have to explain to me what a dance bag is. <laughs> oh, well, a dance bag is just, you know, like if you had a gym bag for going to the gym, it's the same thing. It's like the bag with your ballet and point shoes in it and warm-ups and leotards and tights and all that good stuff. Oh, so you're, when your dance bag is lighter and it's got everything that you need, you're much more efficient dancer. Absolutely. Oh, so tell us how you got started in this uh, business and, and, you know, how you got to do this with dancers. I know you're a dancer yourself. So was that your, um, your inspiration? Well, no, at first I had a lot of resistance about working with dancers. I just... For my personal healing, I needed to step away from dance in order to, you know, work through body image stuff and to, uh, you know, produce a, a healthier relationship with food. I really needed to step away from dance. So I had a lot of fear about getting back into that space and like what it might bring up for me. But 
it was like one of those nagging intuitive things that was just in the back of my mind while I was working with non-dancers. The whole time I was kind of like, hmm, maybe I should be working with dancers. And finally, I took the leap and it really, that's, that's when my health coaching practice took off. So it, it's been really good. Hey, oh gosh, I remember that, Jess. I remember when you took that leap. It took some yeah. convincing. it did and it took like you know working with you Michelle and different programs that you had going on and uh, working with other coaches and just like talking a lot about it I think and finally I was like okay this is always coming up for me I really have to do it yeah well you you know you found a better body image yourself so um, you know sharing it with the other dancers because you know I know and you know you know that a lot of people that are in the public eye are in the um uh, dancing or modeling or anything where it has to do around body image, there's a lot of dysfunction going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So does your book, The Whole Dancer, oh no, that's your program. Yes, I have I have two programs. One is the Whole Dancer program and then one is the Dancer's Best Body program. The Whole Dancer program is more of like overall dance life balance sort of mm-hmm. a thing. Um, and then the Dancer's Best Body program is the one that's very much more focused on actual food and food choices and then relationship with food and with uh, our bodies and all of that good stuff. And that's the one that's kind of been by far the more popular. And um, I think it's very much because that is one of the kind of nagging things for, as you said, most dancers, models, people who have that body pressure. Yeah, and you know, I have a question for you, and it's off the topic a little bit, but do you know a, a photographer named Jordan Matter? I know the name. Yes, I'm definitely familiar with. Yes, yes. Jordan Matter photographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he pho- he photographs dancers. That's his specialty. Yeah. Oh my God, Jess, I think you should totally connect with him because <laughs> you, he gets dancers through his studio like every single day, two times a day, all year yeah. round. He even has a book, Dancers in the Dark and Dancers Among Us. He's like dancer man. Definitely. And he's so good. He took our pictures for Healthy Oh, cool. Yeah, let's give him a little, little, <laughs> little shout out. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely have to reach out. Yeah, you could, oh my gosh, do a program. You get all of these people, <laughs> you'll have them healthier on the camera. They'll be flying all over the place. It'll be great. I didn't know you were going to get business coaching today. No, Jess, did you? I didn't, but I'll take it. I'll take it for sure. <laughs> so what are you working on right now? What's new and good? So, you know, I try very much to stay in touch with dancers and, and what they're going through and what sort of things they would like support on. So I've just kind of been reaching out to my audience lately and there's a lot of stress naturally around the coming months because it's coming into audition season. So I'm going to work on some lifestyle support um, resources and then probably a little coaching service around that, which I'm really excited about. Oh, it sounds like fun. It sounds like you're coming into fall with uh, some fun stuff. Yeah, definitely. It's a, a really, definitely an exciting and, and expansive feeling time, which is which is really inspiring. Jess, are you still dancing at all yourself? Only recreationally. Like I go and take class here and there, but I'm not pursuing it professionally. Only no. when you're pirouetting down the middle of the street. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you see like bar classes now? Like every time I go to bar class, I see all these dancers and I'm like, that's so not fair. 
<laughs> so much better than the rest of us. <laughs> I am teaching some bar classes, and actually, it's a a bar class that has some of you know some bar classes really don't have much dance influence at all. But I'm teaching one that has some legit dance forms going on. So which so one? Fun. It's called Extend Bar. Extend with an X. <laughs> Is it in New York? Where are you? So it's kind of, they just opened one in, where is it in New York? Tribeca. And I'm, but I'm in the Boston area. I'm teaching at the Burlington location. Oh my God, I'm in the Boston area, Jess. (laughs) Are you again? Yeah, I am. I'm in the Weston. I'm in Weston, one of the burbs. Oh, awesome. Cool. You should come take my class. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, this is Lisa who's back again. Oh, okay. Got it. (laughs) Lift and yeah. burn, Lisa. Isn't that what they say? Isn't it lift and tuck and burn? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they really say? I think so. Some of them say that. I don't think they burn. I think it's tuck, right? Tuck? We don't really tuck in my kind of bar, but that is a big bar bar terminology for sure. Got it. You know what I like? I like the the way that Michelle introduced you before and the way you said, um, I took a leap into this business, you know, because that's, you know, it's so appropriate for your business. So uh, your business is all about dancing everywhere, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, and did you always want to be a dancer? Probably around 13, that was the, that was the choice I made. Yeah. <laughs> That oh. seems to be the time of a That's girl's life where they have to make the decision. I'll tell you yeah. what happened to me was I was in the studio looking at this girl next to me who was clearly not eating a damn thing. And I thought, I'm not going to be part of this. I'm not going here. I like yeah. to eat and I would rather have a boyfriend right now than starve myself. And that was like my last dance class. And I said goodbye. Must have been around that time, 13. Yep. That is about the time that the choice tends to be made it's a very has to be a very early decision because it takes a lot from a young age for sure and what an impressionable time of a girl's Absolutely. life you know, she's just hitting puberty and the rest like uh, everything about food is real confusing at that point yes no for sure and I have a lot of uh, parents reaching out with younger dancers and so I do definitely work with you know some younger uh, girls as well which which you're right it's just it's helpful, I think, at that age, too, to get them some more positive messages because that's when they start to hear in the dance world, you know, you have to look a certain way. And if you want to do this, these things have to happen. So it is a, an important time to support them through it. Well, thank God they have you. You know, thank God you took that leap, literally, to uh, <laughs> create your programs and to go into that world, back into that world. Because, you know, there's, like we started and, and said earlier, there's a lot of dysfunction. And especially, as Michelle said, you know, at 13 years old, highly impressionable of, of what's going to, you know, what they're going to do for the rest of their life with their food, with their lifestyle, with the way that they look at their bodies. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, thank God for you, Jess. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Hey, Jess, I feel can, lucky to be in Sorry, Jess, can you let us know how everyone can reach you and get in touch with you? Yeah, of course. So my website is thewholedancer.com. And that's definitely the best place to reach out. I'm also on Instagram at The Whole Dancer and on Facebook, The Whole Dancer. So yeah, those are those are some of the best ways for sure. Wow. Well, it's been so great getting to know you a little bit today, Jess. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. I'm thrilled to have done this. What an awesome opportunity. (laughs) 
We love saying who's else is out there. We're always looking at each other's faces. We need somebody else on here to <laughs> hang out with. I appreciate that. That's good. Wow. Thank you. Thank you all so much. Thank you. So you guys, oh my God, we're coming to the end of our first episode of Healthy View Radio. And for those of you who've been watching live on Facebook, we are super sorry if you've had some like technical glitches, but I promise we're going to get it figured out. You know, that was healthyviewradio.com. And uh, our goal was to like live stream so you could watch us doing this, but we realized that you couldn't hear the guests. So major oops. Yeah, and if anybody has any uh, suggestions on how we can do this, that would be great. Send them to us. Post it on the Facebook page because we'd love to be able to stream this live to you so that you can get the best of both worlds. People can hear us on iTunes. Um, You know, they can get the information, get the content that they want and that they need or like like what Jess is doing and and what the Declutter Gal is doing. (laughs) Declutter Gal, right? You get that information. Um, So we want to be able to feed this to you in many different formats so that it's digestible, right? So, you know, a lot of people are on Facebook, so we want to be able to try and feed it that way. People are downloading on iTunes. We want I, iTunes, <laughs> iTunes. We want to feed it to you that way. People are coming live to Voice America right right now. Those of you that are here with us, we want to be able to get this information to you on a weekly basis. So, however you think that we can support you, we're here to do it. Hey, maybe yeah. we'll uh, we can get on YouTube and do all these other. We'll, we'll get there. You know what I mean? This <laughs> leads in perfectly. I know we have an episode coming up that's going to be about perfectionism. So mm-hmm. We're all right now embracing our imperfection and just saying, hey, we did it. We, we did the first show. It was live, right? Like, yeah. you got you to gotta attack life like that. So uh, just before we say do, Andrea, Michelle, let's just tell them how they can get in contact with us if they want to reach us individually and also about our Facebook page. Well, the Facebook page they can reach by going to healthyview.com. Is that correct, Michelle? Healthyviewradio.com. See that? I was incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Healthyviewradio.com. For more information about me, Andrea Beeman, you could go to andreabeeman.com where you can get books and DVDs and information about health and wellness and food and lifestyle. And Michelle? Uh, My website is findyourbalancehealth.com. If you go there today, you're going to see a link to some live cooking classes I'm doing. Oh, in about an hour, which you could sign up for. (laughs) And Lisa? And I'm at healthyhappyandhip.com. And if for any of you, if you're listening in the Northeast, I'm having a big event at Kripalu next month, and I really want to see some familiar faces there. So go check it out. It's called Busy, Stressed, and Food Obsessed. And we will see you back here same time next week. Check us out on iTunes. Just do a little search for healthyviewradio.com. And it has been awesome spending this last hour with you. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to Healthy View Radio. Please join Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fennighaus again for another fun and insightful edition of our show. We're live again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. See you soon.